0: Oh, I must stop these doubts, silly worries. Propaganda, invisible threats. I must discern the things I am reading. There's some rubbish on the internet. They've all been tested, Moderna, Pfizer. Microbiologists are wiser. They are trustworthy, so I will get one. Me being vaccinated solves our problems. We can socialize again. I have confidence this option is the best. Just wait and you'll see. We can trust in the vaccine, not stealth tools of oppression keeping us tame and blind. And doubters heaven bless them they won't shut up but we're not mindless common sense has made me certain everything will turn out fine I have confidence we'll wave this virus by no conspiracy I have confidence you see I have confidence in vaccines, I have confidence in labs, I have confidence that there are no red flags, I'll get the vaccine, I have confidence, you see, myths about safety debunked, myths they were made instead. Will you wake up? Wise up! It's healthy. Will you trust the helping people? Let us get this virus gone. I have confidence the vaccines won't go wrong. Oh, help! <laughs>
1: I can't imagine what she's about to throw in here on this.
2: There's a twist at the end, right?
0: I have confidence the vaccines won't go wrong. I'll get my vaccine. We will be COVID 19.
2: Hello and good evening. My name is Josh, and I'm joined as always by Aaron and Bob, with the folks who help be find the best of the madness, reason and the unreasonable, make sense and nonsense, because this is okay! Hear me out!
3: Aaron and Bob, how are y'all doing this evening? A classic. Isn't that a classic? It's gonna go down in the it history really books.
2: <laughs> oh my god, I was surprised that there wasn't a twist at the end. Like, I thought she, she was gonna go back to doubting vaccines, but thank god she kept faith. <laughs>
3: And <laughs> <laughs> she did not look confident in the end. <laughs> yeah. but she said she word confident like 20 times. <laughs> yeah, she keeps saying it. The more she says it, the more confident she actually is.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's how that works.
3: That's what people do. The guy that always confident. says
1: how fun he is is always the one that everyone agrees is the most fun. Everyone knows Dude, that.
3: Well, No disagreement here. Okay. Thanks to this song, I now know vaccines are safe. Uh, unfortunately... I have sixty nine athletes here from across the Western world who have randomly died from playing sports in the last month from heart problems. <sighs> Healthy people.
1: That's normal. Now what's,
2: Everyone what's
3: the Everyone always one just thing dies
1: of heart al- attacks while doing cardio. You know that.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well what's the one thing that all these athletes have in common, Bob? Think think real carefully on this one. Uh
3: are they black? I don't know. No, <laughs> <laughs> Well fully vaccinated, you dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got cross up because I found this. NBA player Brandon Godwin of the Atlanta Hawks explained that COVID vaccination caused severe side effects for him. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I was like reading. I was like, oh, what's going on? Obviously, with was the vaccines. Jesus Christ, like children yeah, yeah. and like soccer players and NBA stars don't just drop dead from heart attacks in the middle of like exercising. That's not normal. That's never happened before. No. Especially, yeah, no. Expe- especially in mass quantities like this in the past month i mean this obviously this list that that we have comes from like there's people from belgium there's people from like spain and the united states and yeah, across like across the western world basically it's mostly soccer players but like even in this list there was like a like a 12 year old kid that was doing pe at, at school that died was he playing soccer in pe he was running
2: ooh <laughs> Yeah, pretty close,
3: pretty dangerous. Yeah, so uh, yeah, a lot of these happen to be I don't know why the soccer players are just dropping dead like holy shit because
1: they're in Europe where they've been the most tyrannical about having to get it like most of the NBA players are pretty outspoken about not getting it, but um, like the one all of the Brooklyn Nets had to get it. So we'll see what happens with them. Because that was the whole thing with Kyrie Irving—is he couldn't play in the NBA because New York is making him have it, but most of the places it's their choice.
2: Couldn't he just not play home games, or is he? Can he just not play at all with the team? He
1: he can't play home games, so therefore he really can't play.
2: Okay.
1: I don't actually. I wonder how that works with like visiting teams. Do they just like not let them come in? Do they have to get a list of all the people that are vaccinated? I haven't, I haven't li- looked into it, but they really singled him out. The fucking based Flat Earther NBA player, Kyrie Irving, who's definitely not getting the vaccine.
3: A 16-year-old boy from Idaho collapses from cardiac arrest when lifting weights. He wakes up after two days in a coma, but is extremely confused and has no short-term memory. Oh, that's uh, yeah, That's, that's uh, great. pretty horrible. Yeah. Jesus Christ.
1: Well, Bob, if you're having any doubts from this list, just uh, listen to another Sound of Music parody about uh, (laughs) about vaccines.
3: Confidence. I'm confident.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure it wasn't a microbiologist who who accumulated this list. Yeah. But if you out there find yourself while lifting or or jogging or playing soccer uh, suddenly overcome by a heart attack, before you call 911... (laughs) <laughs> I have a number for you to call to tell us about your experience. <laughs> that is 833 666 911. Again, 833 666 0911. Nice. Nice. And, and we're federated, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're federated. Uh, okay, the pirate
3: slash OKHMO or something. <laughs> okay, HMO that. at pirate radio dot social. There we oh, go. Oh my god! Okay. Twenty Thanks, year bro. old a twenty year old Italian suffers from cardiac arrest when skateboarding without any external interference and is now fighting for his life in hospital. Ugh, hell of act, Jesus Christ! Yeah, you know clot I, shot, dude. <laughs> the clot shot. <laughs> That's absolutely terrifying. Just like a healthy young person. And it's weird too because it's happening mostly in like males too. It's not. Women typically aren't getting this. Why are they trying to... Did you know, women
2: are typically, I don't know if less of a risk, but less uh,
3: lower rates of heart disease and heart attacks, right? Typically, yeah, on on average. Um, But to have such like a, a unique and pronounced effect from the vaccine in the male body versus the female, I don't know, it seems Interesting. I know that
1: a lot of women have been having fertility issues though, like extra bleeding during a period and like miscarriage rates and things like that. So maybe their hearts don't explode, but still having an adverse effect on them.
3: True. It's probably just affecting them in different ways. Yeah. So yeah, Uh, you definitely won't hear this on any of the news channels, which is strange because it's happening like, well, well, it, I guess it's not strange because we they've had riots and stuff like that and protests about lockdowns in Europe this entire time, and they are continually ongoing, and we still haven't heard anything about it in the mainstream news. Not a it's like
2: Yeah. <laughs> no. Ah. Re- like, oh, God. The, the most you'll see in the mainstream news is uh, them just reporting the Austria and what was the other country? Whatever. Like, the Austria update was... Uh, the stay-at-home orders for anyone unvaccinated and there, there's another country where like people couldn't work if they were unvaccinated or something but um you know there's reporting that in neutral slash positive light on the news where it's oh the, the, the pandemic's so bad over there everyone's dying constantly yeah. in the streets
1: new measures taken to help fight covid and then you know meanwhile outside the government building there's like cars being flipped over and like 10,000 people protesting. And they,
2: no, nope, no mention of that.
1: Just, just about
2: the measures to fight COVID. I mean, it's so unfortunate that they just don't have as good a vaccine distribution and are kind of stuck in this, in this scenario. There's nothing they could have done other, you know, other than accept these new measures to save lives.
1: Yeah. Ubiquitously across the entire globe. And that's just what every independent country came to that conclusion on their own.
3: <laughs> uh, it, yes yeah and the lockdowns are increasing too in germany netherlands um austria austria they have a lockdown for unvaccinated people you can't do anything except for go directly to certain supermarkets to buy food for yourself
2: Yeah, that's what i was saying it's, it's straight back to stay-at-home orders for uh yeah. austria
3: Ooh. yeah oh uh, dude it how is
1: Do you remember that video of the one like Jim bro that was uh, basically laid out every single thing that was going to happen with the vaccines just over a year ago and how every time at the end of summer it was going to go right back to lockdown and then they'll give it back to you as summer comes into full swing. Oh, yeah, no, everything's fine. And then every winter, oh, we got to lock back down. That's there. He was spot on. He nailed it. Some Canadian dude. It was great.
3: I remember that video specifically. <laughs> it's somewhere <laughs> yeah. in my Twitter feed.
2: <laughs> all uh, right, but I want to talk a little bit more about other uh, other things and pe- like chemicals and whatnot that people are being exposed to. This you know, hurting young people, hurting people of all ages, really, but it's it's worse for young people. Um, uh, how, how much do you guys drink? Uh, drink out of plastic bottles or use nonstick pans or. Uh, eat canned food or things like that.
3: Uh, I don't do any of those things or own any of those products because uh, there's a certain thing in those products that make your, makes your penis small. (laughs) (laughs) Aaron,
2: do you have a small penis?
1: Yeah. That's why I also don't do any of those things. I can't afford
2: to, I can't afford to lose anymore. I I know, man. (laughs) Uh, so, so today the main thing i want to talk about is um bpa's uh, bisphenol a um it's the, this uh, plastic chemical uh it was implemented in the 50s to make plastics more rigid and it, you know it um it has been very useful in in that specific property for you know for plastic yeah for plastics and it's thrown in a bunch of other products too one one of the main ones that you get in direct contact with is uh, like receipts or thermal papers and um Whatchamacallit we call CDs and DVDs and uh, eyeglass lenses some random sports equipment and like just a bunch of different plastics that are rigid and hard uh, chances are they have some percentage of bisphenol A in them you know to contribute to that property
1: um question if it's used in like nonstick pans and a bunch of like plastic water bottles and things like that
2: um was this FDA approved <laughs> Um, so I'll, I'll, sorry, the non-sectane uh, is a different uh, chemical. Wait, I'll talk about uh, that uh, a little bit later. It's in but, the food, Aaron. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, no. So it's, uh, the, it's under the jurisdiction of the EPA because it's considered an, an environmental contaminant. Oh, um, so they approve. So yeah, there's, um, yeah, the bottled water is, uh, the, the water itself and contaminants in the water are under the FDA, but the plastic and, uh, like all of that is under the EPA.
1: Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense.
2: Yeah. So it's uh, over the last, uh, you know, few decades. I think in the '90s, early 2000s, the EPA did um, implement some regulations on it. We can leave a certain percentage of BPA's uh, in products, um, depending on what a type of product is and like how much contact uh, it comes in, like you know, into directly with your food, or you can consume it. Um, we're like, you know, you touch a receipt, you can go wash your hands easily, but you drink out of a bottle of water. There's not much you can do there. Um, and there, there was a, a bunch of problems for, uh, for decades with, um, baby bottles and, uh, that the, you know, kids getting contaminated with this. So do either of you know what, what this chemical does, like what, what it is?
3: Um, actually no the first when you said that it makes plastics like more rigid and hard it was like the first thing i ever knew about it i just knew it was in like all the plastics all like the non-stick kind of like surface cookware and stuff like that is basically like it, it's in like all tupperwares all like firm yeah. plastic packaging basically but oh God. I, that's, I don't that's actually where know.
2: I use it in is Tupperware. it goes into yeah, yeah it goes into polycarbonate um and they, they have some alternatives now, and like they have phased it out of a lot of products. Like uh, if I grab my water bottle, it says specifically on the bottom, BPA free. And you can see from the, the recycling number, um, I think three and seven contain it. But uh, the chemical as a whole is known to be, or uh, like by itself is known to be a xenoestrogen. So it's uh, effectively a, a synthetic um, compound that has the effects of estrogen in your body, that has hormonal effects in your body, um, or si- simulates that. What? So, could you see where this this starts to introduce problems, especially with uh, you know developmental, like you know kids drinking out of a baby bottle?
3: Yeah.
1: So this is like the equivalent of like when they changed everything to being soy. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, a yes, little the bit. Is yes, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: yeah.
2: So with that. A bunch of research a bunch of arguments throughout the years of is there enough contamin- enough level of contamination to actually have hormonal effects in the body now the problem with it or like and does your body metabolize it fast enough where it doesn't have effects and uh i think i have a, a good screenshot somewhere where uh 90 of studies suggest that it um yeah yeah here we go uh Uh, consider this of the more than 100 independently funded experiments of BPA about 90% have found evidence of adverse health effects um, at levels similar to human exposure on the other hand every single industry funded experiment uh, industry funded study ever conducted 14 in all has found no such effects so
3: well that's uh, statistically significant though isn't it (laughs) 10% that's huge
2: yeah, ten percent of uh, you know the experts in the chemical fields, the uh, Dow Chemical and the Bayer chemical companies, they, and the the EPA themselves. They they know the right scientists. to fund is is what I'm hearing right now.
3: Exactly. Yeah, they got the right ones. But, uh, but uh, yeah, I love this point because as
1: soon as the money, as soon as the industry, you already know what the answer is. This is the argument I get with people all the time. Is just the Oh, yeah. Where's your peer reviewed study? And it's like, uh, paid for by the people who profit off it being a specific answer and always seem to get the specific answer that they need. Yeah. I don't trust that very much. I don't know what you don't get about that. Like, it's <laughs> insane.
2: Yeah. yeah. So, with, with that, with the corporate interest, uh, I mean, this, this is a chemical that goes into polycarbonates and a bunch of other random stuff. How big of, industry do you think it is? How much money do you think these chemical companies are making out? It's because it's a hand it's just a couple com- chemical companies that are producing it and like selling it to other manufacturers to actually produce stuff. But, I mean it's, uh, oh it's in plastics it's got to
3: be billions. It has to be trillions. It's in everything <laughs> no, we it's use that for trillions. everything. We every brand new thing that you buy is wrapped in like four plastic baggies. Along yeah, with the like, still no h- way it's
1: trillions,
2: is it? Is
3: it trillions, Josh?
2: No, no. I have um, six billion a year from the from the compound. Okay, billion, uh, the, Six these, billion? These, yeah, between five companies, one and a half trumps
1: a year <laughs> of money. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
2: Yeah. So, so there definitely is a lot of corporate interest in it, and that that's going to be important coming up. But yeah, ultimately, getting back to the point, at levels that you're exposed to, and that they've tested it at, on, you know. Scales of thousands of people studies that people are exposed to regularly from eating canned foods or drinking bottled waters or touching receipts and then eating food with their hands or stuff like that. There are, um, you know, there there have been seen adverse effects. Uh, so with it being an estrogen estrogen imitating hormone. Um, it's pretty much everything you'd expect. It's uh, a bunch of you know reproductive health things where it can affect fertility and egg development in women, and it can uh, affect um, you know sperm count and shape and quality and um, and whatnot in men, and erectile dysfunction and all that, and um, as well as uh, like uh, you know messing up hormones in your body too also increases the risk of cancer. So we have kind of all these factors in play at a kind of known exposure level. Or a relatively easy to achieve exposure level to the chemical. Now is where we get into a bit more detail with what's going on here. So we described those a uh, bunch of independently funded experiments, all of them saying that uh, there are adverse health effects in similar uh, a, at levels similar to human exposure. But those are all experiments on mice and monkeys and worms. We don't have actual human, like, we, we don't have actual traceable human populations where we can look at these effects in a, you know, causal way. That's one, uh, I don't know if I want to say strike I want to put in that, but but that's, uh, so, so far as methodology goes, that versus the EPA-funded study, they looked at, um, they had some exposure in humans and they look at looked at the metabolism i think they looked at the blood versus urine levels of bpas um and with that they could kind of see how your body metabolized it whether or not it would uh you know be able to cause these cause these adverse effects and it's um they found that it it kind of goes down to non-dangerous levels almost immediately in your body uh so, so in in what uh one one blogger was calling I think be- beautifully scientific something very goofy like that but
1: so what do what, you mean to so like what if you don't get exposed to it for a while it clears out of your body pretty quick
2: Exactly or even if you are exposed to it at, at, you know a, a bit or at levels regular levels it's out of your body you know quick enough where it's not going to cause any harm so, what, what do you think about that? Animal studies versus, uh, you know, this study that's uh, apparently you can metabolize it yourself out of danger pretty immediately.
3: Yeah, but that's why they put it in literally everything. They put it in all of the, like the in all the containers that's used to contain all of your food. So it's like it might get out of your system pretty pretty effectively and quickly. But that they just solved that problem by put using it for everything. Right, <laughs> like you can't not be exposed I, okay. to it and have it in your system at any given point.
2: I mean, to, to an, the the point of regulating like plastics only being able to have a certain percent BPAs is, is supposed to you know get past that point. Um, it, studies are recent enough to show that that's not necessarily the case, but it, yeah, no, I, I think I think you're right that if you're exposed to it in everything, then you you can't like get away for, from it long enough. To be safe
3: Yeah, and I'm sure Like a can of beans, like they do a study Where it's like, oh, the BPA in a single Can of beans will do nothing to the Human body, there are no side effects It's like, okay, but throughout the Entire day, he didn't just have one can of Beans, like (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> how many cans of beans is there? Hypothetical uh oh, yeah. lab rat how many ha- eating.
3: Yeah. How many plastic bottles did he drink out of? How many receipts did he like man handle? Like all these other like how many CDs did he did he handle and shit like that? Like this guy works at like a record store or something. It's like everywhere.
2: Who knows? Yeah, just, exactly. So yeah. it's it's very easy to get a bunch of exposure. And uh, because it's um because it's a hormone-affecting chemical it can have effects at like very low levels. Like, uh, you know, it, say if you're drinking water, like parts per trillion level, um, it can still have effects on you a- adverse effects on you as opposed to having to be at a toxic level, like other chemicals.
3: So what you're saying is like the, the estrogen effects that is doing to your body could be noticeable even in small amounts.
2: Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. And like, well, like you're saying, since you don't have relief from it, it's small amounts over a long period of time as well. So it's, yeah. it's constant effects. And so these, these chemicals have been in plastics since the, uh, 50s,
3: 1958, 1958 that, commercial that production it. of such plastic started in the United States and 59 for commercial production in Europe.
2: Yeah. So since the 50s, so just as an estimation, knowing that there's been, especially before it was regulated, what level of you know between generations? What level of hormonal effect do you think this has had on us and our parents and our our parents' parents? Really,
3: I this is I think this has affected us a lot more than like our parents or our parents' parents. Well, especially like because our our parents' parents are the uh God the the what generation? They survived like the, the Great greatest? Depression. The, the the Great Depression. They didn't have much. Like they. Hoarded a lot of resources. Yeah, they um, they basically no. Silent generation is Joe Biden's generation. Um, it it might be actually, but who knows? Yeah, yeah. So it'd be uh, a greatest silent boomer. Yeah, and they had like a fondness with like frozen foods and canned foods. Like they like my grandparents always had canned shit and they used it for like every meal and they hoarded everything because of that. But like they were never (laughs) exposed to like the high level. Yeah, they they were never exposed to like the high levels of everything being wrapped in plastic. Literally everything that we touch all the time now has some plastic to it and most likely BPA to it. I think it's like we're the first generation, kind of Gen X. We're like the first generation to get like lunch packs, those like Lunchables, where you like peel plastic okay. off a plastic container and that are like cheese that's mostly plastic itself. <laughs>
2: We, we live in the Star Wars future where we have plastic cups and plastic tables and plastic everything.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think uh, it, even in this thing here that y- you linked us, it goes almost 93% of the 2,500 Americans tested were exposed to it. Children have the highest levels of BPA in the system, followed by teens and then adults, which makes sense because, you know. Wait, kid, kids don't metabolize it as well. Oh,
2: it, is, so, like, is that one of the just reasons? It stays in their body. Yeah, okay. yeah, that, that, that's something I was reading up on a, a bit. Is yeah, kids and especially infants, they, they don't metabolize well, so it just sticks around to the bodies and keeps uh, fucking them up.
3: Yeah, a- Aaron, literally. Do you,
2: do you, or, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna ask, a- Aaron, do you, do you think your great grandfather had better sperm and a bigger dick than you because of chemicals? <laughs>
3: Gun to your head. <laughs> uh, Absolutely. I
0: don't know. Is. My
1: grandpa was out fucking riding a tank fucking shooting at Nazis like <laughs> fucking G. I, I guarantee he had a bigger dick than me. <laughs> Dude, you know what this reminds me of and I was looking up while you were talking about this. Uh, yeah. Uh, It reminds me of the protocols of the elders of Zion Jesus. where it's like a which is, what the fuck is this? <laughs> well, basically, it was this uh, daughter of this Russian general compiled all these uh, different dictated writings and like assorted speeches, and compiled it together, and she named it the protocols of Zion. And here's the quote that you probably hear the most from it, but tell me if this resonates with this topic and, and why people might, you know, raise an eyebrow when they uh, hear about topics like this. We will use soft metals, aging accelerator drugs, and sedatives in food and water, also in the air. They will be blanketed in poison everywhere they turn. The soft metals will cause them to lose their minds. We will promise to find a cure from our many fronts, yet we will feed them more poison. The poisons will be absorbed through their skin and mouths. They will destroy their minds and reproductive systems. From all of this, their children will be born dead, and we will conceal this information." The poisons will be hidden in everything that's around them, in what they drink, eat, breathe, and wear. We must be ingenious in dispensing the poisons, for they can see far. We will teach that the poisons are good, with fun images and musical tones. Those they look up to (laughs) will help. We will enlist them to push our poisons. They will see our products being used in film, and we will grow accustomed to them and never know their true effect.
2: I have heard that quote, and that is... I I would say that's what's going on here, but it kind of implies a malicious intent. Aaron, I I don't know that you can necessarily uh, attribute malicious intent to a Dow Chemical and bear.
3: The Protocols of Zion are just a book club, please. (laughs) Just
2: a book club. This is a science fiction story, Aaron. It just happens to have some, uh, you know, coincidental similarities with reality.
1: Yeah, it just happens to explain what you see in reality constantly around you you know with 100 percent precision
2: now now before we get into the malicious intent part i want to uh to take a brief tangent to go over to the the water supply like like or yes
1: well one one last point on that is i, I really that really ends up being what people's aversion to conspiracies so I just like read that and it, they'll be like this is how stupid people are. Probably all the soft metals and poisons in their fucking body and they can't see it. But they go <laughs> well yes everything is poison just like this says and movie stars and celebrities are actually actively helping them sell this shit to us and all everything they said is true but but no one's doing it on purpose therefore you're stupid. And you're like
2: what? <laughs> you know what I mean?
3: Like, like there I is fluoride in the water.
2: These actors and celebrities just want a paycheck for the endorsement. Come on, man.
1: Yeah. It keeps going. It's like this shit was written a long time ago, and it's like we will distract them with fornication, external pleasure, and games so that they may never be one with one with oneness of it all. Their minds will belong to us and do as we say. Fear is our weapon. If they refuse, we will find a way to enter technology into their lives and we will use fear as our weapon. We will own both sides. We will always hide our objective to carry out our plan. They will perform the labor force and we shall profit from their toil. Like, hey guys, that's what's happening. Enjoy your fucking poison. Like,
2: is, is this where the whole uh, uh, Jewish porn industry conspiracy comes from? Or part of it?
1: No, that comes from them having 100% ownership of the porn industry. Remember,
2: so that's, that's oh, 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 so the facts, not just some goofy speech. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. But the, uh,
1: like, it, and it's so, people are so retarded that they can read that whole thing, see that it correlates perfectly with their lives, but there's, like, two things holding them back. One, they're like, well, but I like masturbating to porn, so fuck you. And then the other one is, um, like... They'll look up, they'll, like, do a Google search and be like, well, the first thing is, oh, Snopes. And they look it up, and Snopes is like, did John D. Rockefeller say this? No, it's misattributed. Also, it mentions video games. And it's like, no, it doesn't. It says games. It says (laughs) games. They didn't have video
2: games back then.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I guess I can dismiss this whole thing, even though it's 100% accurate, because... One person misattributed it on Twitter so that Snopes could debunk it by saying it's misattributed. Don't worry about whether or not everything in it's are, true. They said the wrong. Somebody said the wrong guy said it one
3: time. So let's dismiss it. How could you know his intent? That uh, that's that's my big thing. Come on, guys. <laughs> but I I mean I mean the big question is too like
2: where would your lives be without. Tupperware and canned food. It's it's almost like you'd have to like purchase fresh food and maybe cook dinner every night. Like you, to cook dinner every night, you might have to have a family and someone like home cooking dinner for you, or you know some sort of support structure there. And that that's just unreasonable. This modern world. I don't like. Where, <laughs> where would we be without canned food and Tupperware?
3: Well, it's also dangerous to have a nuclear family like that.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: Literally.
3: it does lend itself to extremism. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you know it doesn't lobotomies. Let's all get lobotomies <laughs> to cut out all the extremism out of us ourselves.
2: Hey, hey, this is just chemical partial castration, not a lobotomy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so anyways, that's that's all that I could think about when I was hearing hearing that. And my favorite part is somebody will hear the learned protocols of the elders of Zion and go, what are you, anti-Semitic? Like, am I? This doesn't mention Jews. Why are you <laughs> saying Jews? Like... <laughs> That's that's my favorite. Wait, what's
2: what's the Zion referring to then?
1: <laughs> so you're saying they're the ones doing it, and I'm against. Yeah, I'm against whoever is de- definitely following this creed. Yeah, <laughs> are you naming them? <laughs>
2: <laughs> are they outing themselves?
3: <laughs> so yeah, I, it's insane. I I pulled up some of the side effects that uh come from this, the health concerns, as one would call it, and it, it, it's kind of uh. Very concerning, carcinogens, alleged cause to prostate, breast, and uterus cancer, reproductive and development toxicity, autism, ADHD, early puberty, heart ailments, obesity, and neurobehavioral problems. Like, holy fuck. Well, none of those happen now, so you're good. Autism skyrocketed in the last, like, 40 years since we started in 1958. that's a
2: great point. (laughs) That's a great point, actually. No, Uh Bob, Bob, it hasn't Autism came out
3: of nowhere.
1: (laughs) No, what happened is that they misdiagnosed this. See, back in the day, they'd say, oh, it's a retard, baby. Conk it in the head and throw it in the river. Like, that's how they want you to think the past was. Yeah.
3: yeah. So they
1: just say that it's always a misdiagnosis. Now we just understand it better. Would you like this drug that we also sell that... (laughs)
2: Helps with your thing we caused, Aaron. These <laughs> these are chemical companies, not pharmaceutical companies. Clearly, clearly, they're independent entities. Possibly even competitors. And you know, Def- definitely, this, this connection does not exist. the
3: same. <laughs> no correlation there. Wait, isn't all. this is, this is an off-topic subject? But since you mentioned soft metals with like the protocols of Zion, there isn't like don't they put like an, an alum, uh, aluminum something inside of um, deodorant? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, they do. But also, they brag about spraying aluminum in the air.
3: What you know the that chemtrails? right?
1: Like, yeah, with the chemtrail stuff, they they'll be like chemtrails aren't real, and then the next article will be so we started spraying the air with aluminum to help reflect the sunlight
3: and stop global warming. And you're like, <laughs> stop, stop, very stop clever, doing this, smart. please. Uh. I I did not know about that. Yeah. Sounds like Aaron
2: wants to live underwater with his uh, no canned foods.
1: It's just, it's crazy. It's like, I really, but I think uh, those studies are probably correct about it metabolizing out of your system pretty quick. Like, our bodies are pretty fucking remarkable. Like, they will, you can get rid of all this shit by just like changing your diet and really watching out for it because uh, they are actively trying to poison you. Yeah, yeah.
3: I've switched to, like, a stainless steel water bottle to drink out of, out of, like, filtered water. I, I don't have, like, I just have, like, steel and cast iron, like, pans that I use. No, like, weird coating on them or anything like that. Same, yeah. Yeah, shit like that. One of the biggest
1: problems is, I think, in the cities where, like, a lot of people haven't avoided this shit. I think the biggest problem is, but, like, before you're 20 and the amount of developmental damage that it's done yeah. to people.
3: Yeah, it's the damage that is causing early early cycle.
1: I got I think I got really lucky by growing up in the country. We were, I had well water and most of the food we ate, we grew ourselves. Like almost all of it. We we grew our own food and we uh all of our meat products were raised by us or other local farmers. Like we'd get a quarter of a beef from a guy, a pig from a guy. We raised chickens. And and we had all all our eggs were from laying hens that we had, so I just got lucky with that. And the only we would get go to the store for like some vegetables and stuff, but it's all like locally grown produce. Um, yeah, just I think I just really lucked the fuck out with that.
3: See, I'm actually, a, that's, my, that's the perfect. Or yes, my, yes. My family was a big fan of the canned cranberries for Thanksgiving, which I <laughs> the boomers so fucking love that shit. Like, get it by the I don't spoonful. know what's up with that. It's fucking weird, dude. Who who likes cran like just like a bowl of like sloppy cranberries out of a can for Thanksgiving? Every boomer, every all, boomer. I, I, I I'm know. with you though. They're gross. <laughs> Hell,
2: wait, wait a second. <laughs> I I prepped that last year, and I didn't bother getting a can, and I just got cranberries and like it actually, you know, made the mix my made the the you know
3: puree myself. <laughs> that sounds. Cause I didn't much- want to deal with that. <laughs> Much better than fucking the the awful slop that comes out of those cans, Jesus Christ!
1: The other one that's bad is the canned beets, and then if you eat like three of them, then you your shit turns red and you looks like you have bowel cancer.
3: Well, doesn't that just happen with beets in general?
1: It does, yeah. <laughs> if you eat beets, your poop turns red, and you're like, "Oh God, I'm dying!" And then you have to like remember back. Like, oh wait, never mind. I ate beets. I'm good. I'm okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no but I want, I want to transition I want to um, uh, touch on something you said Aaron you, you pointed out something very important about uh, living away from the cities and having a um, you know, non-contaminated supply of water having your own well water, source of well water yeah. and uh, this is uh, less BPA related and more other chemicals um, but are you firstly begin with, are, you, are you guys aware that there's plenty of shit in the water plenty of uh, uh, similar chemicals in the water that have adverse effects that that oh, yeah. is very aware of.
3: I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, there's only so much. Yeah, they fluoride. Can, you know, we did a whole yeah.
1: episode on coyote poison. Uh, yeah, fluoride used to be use coyote poison. And
3: did you know they put that in the water intentionally? Yeah. <laughs> oh really. my god.
2: Well, they they put in uh, the fluoride especially egregious because the the fluoridation from like the waste product, like the the fluoride salt and the fluoride, the fluoride acid or specifically waste from other pr- other processes.
3: But, but
1: there's yeah, other st- it was literally an aluminum mining company that came up with that to lower their fucking cost of having to get rid of their chemicals.
3: We're environmentally conscious, very clever, very smart. We um, get to poison you. No, but a, a
2: lot of water sources uh, across the country, a lot of city water sources are contaminated with, uh, uh a, a category of chemicals that are referred to as a uh, PFAS, PFAS, uh, Broken up into two categories: PFOA, they uh, perfluoro octane, the perfluoro, I can't say this, perfluoro acid, and uh, PFOS, uh, perfluoro octane sulfo- sulfonic acid. Jesus Christ, that's hard to
3: say. Uh, but PFAS. I, I don't think um, he, we could have done it any better, Josh. Sorry. Yeah,
1: I, I don't know why you're so. Uh, what, he had the embarrassed look. Like, how did I not get that seventeen <laughs> consonant word? <laughs> <I guess." laughs>
2: <laughs> but but uh, ultimately what what these pfas are is they're uh, it's another chemical used in, in consumer products they, these are um uh what call it's a category of organic chemicals and they're used in th- these are the ones used in teflon the nonstick pans and they're also used in um like water resistant fabrics and stain resistant fabrics like like scotch guard and stuff that that type of uh that type of product and like a bunch of other similar things like your know, waxes polishes paints uh, Paints, cleaning products, and firefighting—that's just in our water. So yeah, it's uh the, through through various um, through various means, it has come to contaminate the water um, at a level where the you know the EPA has put out an advisory back in 2016 uh, for per, a, uh, a large percentage of water sources across the country, like th- thousands of tens of thousands of uh, uh, local water sources across the country, and the, these they're they're not uh xenoestrogens like BPAs, but um they do have uh some they, they do have some hormonal uh effects or they do affect your hormones in some some ways. And so they do uh cause some other things like developmental delays, um reproductive health issues, uh and they affect your other hormones um uh too. So they're like neuroendocrine issues and uh and then of course um increased the carcinogenic increased risk of cancer and stuff like that. So they have a bunch of like various things, but it includes um, it, it includes hormone uh, effects too. And that's uh, at at a level where say, so here where I live, we get our water from the Potomac river. Um, and that's been contaminated enough. I, this, this is going to be a really fun stat. That's been contaminated enough with PFASs and, uh other just you know drugs and hormones um the get in the water supply that fifty to seventy five percent of smallmouth bass in the river uh, fifty to seventy five percent exhibit intersex characteristics.
3: Jesus Christ. Isn't this getting
2: the fish gay
1: now too? Yeah, yes. It, uh,
3: not gay. Snopes has fact correct uh, fact check that they're they having is the fish, fish grow
2: ovaries. Yeah. Yes. Like they like intersex, as in like they they have both testes and ovaries.
1: Oh, so gay, got
2: it. <laughs> but so so <laughs> like that. Of course, it goes through a bunch of you know chemical cleaning processes before it gets in the drinking water. But the drinking water still um, you know has the EPA ongoing advisory uh, for um, the PFAS content. So uh, well water sounding pretty good these days.
1: Dude, we need to make rail happen immediately. We're just getting <laughs> too poisoned. Dude, we need to get the <laughs> fuck out of these cities.
3: How do we get the aluminum out of the air in rail though? That's what I'm like contemplating like the, for the past like 20 minutes now. <laughs>
2: what what if we put a dome over this city? That's what I'm over thinking. The, over the farm. Yeah.
1: Honestly, the amount of uh, the amount of air travel over the kind is so negligible. I don't think it would be a problem. True, true. <sighs> Eventually though, when they've turned everybody in the city's gay, like the smallmouth bass. Huh? Actually, Jesus. I I was assuming as a joke, but what if, okay, hear me out. (laughs) What if you have so many PFASs or whatever the fuck in all the water that, and they've poisoned everybody that I don't know, a large section of the city exhibits intersex characteristics what if this sounds pretty crazy, right guys
2: it, what it, is is that it just that that happens?
1: yeah, I
2: think that's literally yeah, what's happening um,
1: it happens to fish, why wouldn't it happen to us
2: no my my so my doomsday prediction out of this is that like there's nothing done or nothing that's uh you know financially feasible to be done to decontaminate the all these products and water supplies. Where uh, in another, like, you know, five generations, we're all infertile and the human race just dies out. That, that's the apocalyptic uh, prediction out of this.
3: Yeah, I think that's like the rational conclusion to it, right? We all become just <laughs> infertile and, like, irrational. Like, our minds and our, reprodu- uh, and our dicks are so fucked up that we just can't keep going anymore. It's like, why the, do they the have, Amish
1: to- have to repopulate the earth?
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, this has sounded like a pretty good future for earth. Go on. Yeah.
3: <laughs> the Mennonites and the, and the Mormons and the Amish come to save us all. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah,
2: but, uh, yeah, but fear not. Just this year, the EPA made an announcement that specific regulations are being developed. Four PFASes and the disposal PFASs. so possibly we'll be saved very, very, very soon. Thanks, EPA.
3: What, what's the timeline <laughs> on that? Do you think they'll they'll solve that before or after the second moon landing? <laughs> oh my god, that's a <laughs> whoo, that's a good one. <laughs> Come on, Josh. No, I don't over I, under. <laughs> So wait, so
1: what you're telling me Josh is that we're on the phase of the uh, protocols of the elders of Zion of we will promise to find a cure from our many fronts? Is that? <laughs> That's the chapter. And what we're happens on. right yeah. after that? Oh, yet we will feed them more poison. Okay. So <laughs> whoa, Yeah, whoa, I'm not gonna whoa. I don't know if the EPA is going to save us, guys.
2: Aaron, these these are chemicals. PFAS is, were were discovered in the uh the late 40s, early 50s. Um what was the stupid company
3: and then we started uh, putting it in the water in the 60s
2: oh <laughs> <laughs> discovered by th- yeah at, at uh, 3m the chemical co- chemical company and uh yeah primarily also used by dupont chemical but like th- th- those were the 40s and 50s and the bpas were the 50s that they started using them in consumer products uh clearly if nothing else uh, at this mass scale has been discovered and uh, made known to us since then, we've discovered every dangerous chemical there is. And, uh, this is the last one. Once, once we solve this problem, we're safe. We're in the clear, right? Totally.
1: Absolutely. Or it's still good for your teeth. <laughs> All right. I mean,
2: the rest <laughs> of your bones too. Thanks. EPA. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh fluoride's under the CDC for whatever reason.
3: I don't These government agencies, man. <laughs> that doesn't sound promising.
1: <laughs> I actually like this topic quite a bit. Do you have a gun to your head question, Josh?
3: Because I don't know if there's anything too controversial I think with uh This is Josh's like official conspiracy. Like they're poisoning us. <laughs> Yeah, so, so
2: this is kind of the big the big thing. That's the big introduction to the chemicals we're being exposed to and the dangers they're causing and how you know it's, it's ubiquitous. It's everywhere. It's everyone. Like Bob, like stat Bob read out of the uh, various studies have determined that I think it was 93% of people um, are exposed to certain levels of BPAs, et cetera, et cetera. But with that, kind of, you know, how did this happen? Why isn't anything being done about it? And, uh, yeah, the, the, kind of the big questions there and, um, you know, one of the big answers is just corporate interests and more and more ongoing corruption and coming out with, you know, uh, corporation funded studies that, oh, it really is safe for you. It's not a toxic level. You'll be perfectly fine with this level of exposure, et cetera, et cetera. But what can be done about it? Like, do you, do you guys have any solution other than going off the grid, that could you know possibly solve this problem at a at a large scale.
3: Wait, why would you take going off the grid off that list because that's like the ideal solution?
2: <laughs> that's I'm mean, a no, large scale. I, that's what I'm saying. Uh,
3: Cause
1: because honestly, I, I don't think there is because these systems are built perfectly. Like um it you can explain it away as corporate interest, but that's the whole thing. Is like the monetary system that we have rewards you for just head down, move forward with the plan. The more you poison the people, the richer you get. And as long as there's people who still want to get rich, it's shit's never going to change. Um, like I always, I I love the I love the hypothetical where you're like, okay, the Illuminati existed. And it was like this dark <laughs> council that would meet in these like secret rooms, but then like they all died but they just like the plan is just in motion and there's not even anyone they're answering to like i i kind of like half believe that where it's like <laughs> they set this evil plan in motion they could all literally be dead and it would still go in motion in per- perpetuity forever because of just greed and sin
2: yeah like, we don't, like- we don't need a team rocket talk to the silhouette of Giovanni on the screen and get your super exactly. evil plans. Like we don't need that to actually happen. Like things are in motion.
1: <laughs> yeah, like Giovanni's dead, and Team Rocket is still just recruiting more people to like do what the Shadow told them to do b- b- before. <laughs> yeah,
3: because the scam that's in place is so profitable, and it takes so little effort on their behalf for the people
1: like, that control yeah.
3: it. Yeah, and it's like, why would they ever let go of it? Why would they ever stop getting paid to put fluoride in the water? Because, like, that's, you know what I mean? Like, we we found out a new environmental way to to solve this environmental issue. And it's by poisoning you. And we're getting money for that. (laughs) Like, they just literally don't give a shit. It's too easy. Well, just think if they're poisoning the
2: fish. That'd be so horrible. Just by dumping it into, you know, rivers and lakes. Oh, darn. (laughs) Well... Yeah, I don't think there's a solution. I don't think
1: you can fix it. Um, it Every time that somebody comes up with some solution to fix it or, like, starts trying to develop some, uh, here's my company to help fix this problem, blah, and then, like, anybody actually makes headway of something that could actually change the whole world. Like, there's that guy that invented the car that ran on, like, water, and he drove from California to New York on, like, 20 gallons of water. And what? then uh, he went to a meeting to pitch it and drank something and died like he just like was poisoned <laughs> like every time somebody actually makes headway that would hurt these systems that are in place and people are making six billion dollars a year on bpas uh if you threaten somebody's six billion dollar a year industry they kill you that's how it happens so you're not gonna fix it they it won't be allowed to be fixed you need to get out of the system that's, create, that's perpetuating this because it will crumble. That's the thing. It's a crumbling pyramid, but the people at the top, even if it's crumbling, will never not want to be at the top of it no matter how much it crumbles. And you just have to get out of the way while it crashes, in my opinion.
2: I mean, that, that's fair. That's good for, good for the individual. Um, so okay, I, I realized I forgot to mention that uh, with, with BPAs as well, the chemical was originally, dis- although they weren't implemented in consumer products until, until uh, the 1950s, the chemical was discovered in the 1890s, and in the 1930s, they were already aware of its uh, hormonal effects on the body. they so, so, didn't care. It, yes, that's, uh, I, I want to go to that the, they, they didn't care. But that, that's one of the things where, uh, say, look at fluoride, for example, uh, the majority of Europe does not have fluoridated water. Clearly, something worked with the local governments to where they didn't fluoridate their water. They chose not to. Uh, it's illegal to
1: put it in there, actually, in most uh, countries.
2: Yeah, exactly. So something worked with those with those governments with those legal systems that you know they don't have that poison in their water. And like similarly with similarly with BPAs, there are uh, various states across the U.S. have completely outlawed the production of of. Uh, B- or using BPAs in the production of products, and you know various countries around the world have also completely outlawed uh, the use of it in, in manufacturing things.
1: So- totally get what you're saying. Can I interject yeah. with one thing? Please go on. So, in in your mind, it seems like oh, so there is something we can do about it. So, like, what happens is you make this headway. If you're you have this evil plan where you're making money off of poisoning people, when people find your poison. What's the best way to keep making money off of it without, without getting caught and like being murdered by a mob of like pitchfork and torch people. It's to go, Oh my God, we had no idea. And then yank it all out and be like, look, we made a law that said we can't put it in there anymore. We promise we won't do it again. And then they are like, Oh, new drug that we've discovered for this other thing. And then they just, they just divert it to another way to poison you while pretending they're helping you at the same time by pulling it out in this one instance. So like, oh, no BPA in the water. We won't do that anymore. All right, boys, get the planes and fucking spray the aluminum for the uh, the blocking out the sun plan. <laughs> like, that's how it go. It, it's it's never ending.
2: I heard it was they're too much vitamin D that made your dick somewhere. smaller.
1: What's Sorry, what was that?
2: I heard it was too much vitamin D that made your dick smaller.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. A peer-reviewed study. Vitamin D <laughs> makes your dick smaller. <laughs> Stay indoors. <laughs> it's so true, though. It's like, that's exactly how I view it. So it's like, okay, yeah, they're not putting fluoride in the water in Europe. How are they poisoning them in Europe? Because I know that they are.
3: They're, it might not be the exact same method. It's from so many different friends, though. That That's the thing. It's like, what percentage of, like, the mcdonald's nuggets are like silicone based did i bring that up on the show yeah. it was like it was like 30 they or 40 percent yeah the same material foaming that's in, agent the same material that's in breast implants is in your chicken mcnuggets at mcdonald's it's like it's it's everywhere from every front the fact that if we get like a small victory just on like the fluoride aspect it's like great well now we have a thousand more to go and that's a whole extra campaign, you know what I mean, to get anything Let's going. Let's say you to have change. this:
1: the, a company, a chemical company, is making six hundred million a year on BPAs. They're owned by another company that's owned by another company. That they're like, "Oh, okay, we got to pull our profits out of this. Put out the PR that we're doing everything we can. Start pulling the BPAs out, and then uh, hand the politician that used to that that granted us the permission to put the BPAs in the water." Now hand him a different bag of money to uh, make sure that, I don't know, you do something crazy like vaccinate the whole fucking population mandatorily. You know, they, they get their poison in there somehow. It doesn't always like if they just said, no, we're going to keep poisoning you. <laughs> It'd be like pitchfork and torches and murdering people. So they have to give you a win where they pretend to cure you and or pretend to help. While they poison you from another front, and it's all owned by the same fucking people.
2: No, yeah, that's so. The vaccines another great example where these have all been instances of, um, for for these various chemicals, have been instances of implement now, ask forgiveness later. Where oh, after we make our six billion a year for fifty years, of course we can afford a three billion dollar fine. That's no problem. Like, and we can afford to. Yeah, we we of course we have an alternative by this point for reducing our products, but. Like, what if what if the COVID vaccine weren't approved by now? What if the, the BPAs were never approved for use in consumer products in the fifties? Like, what what if uh, you know th- there was that level, that type of government regulation where they 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 had that oversight into just not approving something until there was more insight into it, uh, you know, in the first place?
1: Okay, as soon as you get the government. Okay, so your your solution is to. Give the government more centralized control over what companies do. Like, both are evil. The companies are evil, the government's evil, and the people aren't evil. So what you need to do is actually have companies and governments with less power. The only way to get companies to have less power is to educate the populace using their shit. But um, And then the government, you want to just be enforcing basic laws. You don't want them regulating all of this stuff you you need like i don't know it's hard to it's it's not an easy solution that's honestly that's the that's why i think the best solution is going out into the country and just get being growing your own food so you know that you don't have a bunch of poison in it because if you're not growing your own guess what it's poisoned like guaranteed
2: dude what the real solution the real solution is we just need to. Once we terraform and colonize Mars, then we'll have a nice, ready supply of Mars water that hasn't been contaminated yet. And that'll be the premium product. That'll be the people who are allowed to, like, physically able to reproduce are the people who drink only Mars water. Yeah. Yes.
1: <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Great, All right. Josh, on that yeah, note, great. do you have a gun to your um, head argument or.
3: I think we're all on the same page on this one actually. I think I know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. maybe Josh has hope for the future. It doesn't sound like you do. <laughs> I do. I have tons of hope for the future. It's just
1: not a future where we have anything to do with these fucking monsters.
3: True, yeah. I, yeah.
2: Yeah. I I guess my my kind of final question, it's not a gun to the head question, but uh the the thought the you know, what to get out of this is how do we become better educated on you know, what's fucking us up on what, what the dangers are there out in our, out in our environment. Of course it's, you know, it's easy to say, Oh, we're eat whole foods. Uh, we drink, you know, well water or, uh, we, we reverse osmosis, uh, purified water, et cetera. But there it's, that can be very limiting. That can, it's, you know, that's hard. That's uh, there are many factors to take into account and many limitations there too. So is what's a good way to get educated on this? And, uh, like you know, learn about things that might not even be out there, or might not have had the studies performed at all.
1: I, honestly, this is one of those things where being too educated can fuck you up. Because like, you might think that you can just educate yourself to a degree about every. Well, what'll happen is I'll educate myself so I can avoid all the poison. It's like no, you're not gonna. You don't have enough shields to block the the fucking poison tipped arrows that are fucking coming at you right now. Like you can't, you can't avoid it. You have to get out of the way, like. There's no amount of learning about all of this that you can avoid it unless you backtrack all the way to square one, you do it yourself and you and that's how you learn how not to po- like how to you just have to avoid it. There's no amount of education I don't think that can that can adequately defend you and your family from this this kind of fucking attack on you in my opinion.
3: Plus, I also find that like most of the population, whether it's just like playing, they're just being apathetic about the whole thing. They just don't care. They don't have enough time for it. but Or their brains are so diluged with like a, a chemical bombardment that they literally, they can barely recognize the threat in front of them, much less comprehend a solution to to tackle that threat. Right? Yeah. Like, we're all so depressed yes. and tired all the time that it's just like, ugh. Like, why, why even put in the effort to, you know, come up with a solution? Because you'd have to be collectively,
1: you have to have a collective of people that are educating you on this,
3: and, and that's yeah. what
1: our scientists and our peer-reviewed studies and all this shit is supposed to do for us, but as we can demonstrate, that can be bought and paid for so that they're just lying to you. So who can you trust, really, about this? You trust yourself, and you have to learn how to do this from square one. And if you don't, you're screwed. Like, you're going to just be slowly poisoned and chemically lobotomized to the point where you're just like, wow, I got that fluoride smile, sparkling white, huh? <laughs> the I wonder who Reese Witherspoon thinks I should vote for. The fluoride uh. blaze. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, if you want to avoid that, you got to do it yourself. You have to. And you have to get a commu- a small community of people that you can trust. Because it's too daunting to do just by yourself. Really, you just got to get together with your friends, go out in the wilderness, and start your own town. I'm not, like, not kidding.
2: Dude, no, I, I think that's a great answer. I think that's... Yeah. Um, yeah, you you build something positive as opposed to trying to one-by-one-by-one by one by one take away everything negative. And uh, ultimately, you... Yeah, that's a that's much better foundation. Yeah. So, And like I said, if you do too good of a job of dismantling one of their
1: avenues of poisoning you, they literally kill you. So you're not supposed to try to <laughs> dismantle the pyramid that they've built. You have to just get away from it.
2: Now let's take a step back again and look at the history of BPAs. So they were founded by a chemist at this German chemical company, IG Farben. Let's look into IG Farben a little bit. This is what I was going to say about malicious intent and, you know, really uh, uh, wh- how, how you judge the character uh, the, the, the character of an organization. Uh, Bob, if you will.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Holocaust.
2: <laughs> so this German chemical company, IG Farben... Uh, which, by the way, it later became Bear. For for whatever reason, it had to be split up into multiple companies in the fifties, in and um, it became a uh, Bear. Um, back in the forties, however, uh, they were building a new factory. And, uh, and, and <laughs> any guesses where they <laughs> where they decided to build this new factory?
1: Take a guess, Aaron. <laughs> I, my immediate guess would just be the the center of evil Auschwitz.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? How'd you know? <laughs> wow. That was a good guess. <laughs> they built a
2: factory right next to Auschwitz and oh, actually had God. it run by a uh, concentration camp slave labor. Um, and, and they performed their own medical experiments experiments there as well. And it was IG Farben's subsidiary that through their, through their uh, presence there that uh, produced and provided Zyklon B for uh, those good old gas chambers.
1: God damn it. I was, I, you know why? Cause you just don't want to waste a good marketing. Like Auschwitz is just the thing. Like
0: uh, everything
1: happened
2: there. Uh, everything bad. Everything. So that is the, uh, you know, the, the origin of the chemists, and the scientists and the, the company, uh, you know, we, which ultimately implemented B, uh, BPAs into our plastics.
1: Oh, God damn
2: it. <sighs>
3: <laughs> well, now that everyone knows oh, that man. all the plastics are making your dick smaller, I have a Scientist Discovers. You need to know what science
1: discovered, you need to know today, whether it's space or bones uncovered, it's definitely fake and gay.
3: Science has discovered that penis worms may have been the original hermits. <laughs> they have discovered like a, a
2: hermit crab, and your dick is the shell. Yeah,
3: yeah. They're, they're saying that hermit crabs weren't the first hermits in the oh evolutionary God, really? times. Yeah, time scale. Basically, yeah. They're just saying that they have evidence from. You know, however old the hermit crabs are, like however millions of years old, these are like three million or three times as old as the hermit crabs' ancestry. And there's evidence that they why called, are they
1: called penis
3: worms? <laughs> <laughs> well, they had this very lovely illustration of one <laughs> on the website. Oh,
2: oh, oh, sorry, I thought they were actual penis parasites, like like up your dick parasites, not just penis shaped worms.
3: No, it's just like a, a sea worm just you know you know like the type of worm that they were experimenting on with bpas on those types uh, yeah, of yeah really no yeah. that's
2: so weird i read this study about bpas it's like oh this was performed on worms there's this, like a looking at the chemical effects or uh, the metabolizing of it wait what how does that correspond to humans at all what the I, fuck i had
3: no idea that worms were used in correlation with like human biology Man. in in that way
1: can you really call it science, though, if you don't cut at least like a dozen beagle throats and fucking oh. jam them with a bunch of <laughs> <Jesus> chemicals, <Christ. laughs> like have some insects in <laughs> their faces?
2: Oh, yeah. yeah here was really? it. it was, uh, uh, yeah. News dot um, Antioxidant reverses BPA and in- induced uh, infertility or fertility damage in worms. So, um, yeah, it was a study about infertility to correlate to humans in worms.
3: Great. I'm sure that'll Whatever. translate perfectly. God, science yeah. is so fucking stupid.
1: Every day it gets dumber. And dumber. <laughs> I'm so I'm so happy that I took a strong stance of hating science before I even really like. The more I dive into it, I'm like, yep, my intuition was fucking spot on. Science is retarded. It, it's so stupid. So if it's
3: not engineering, it's dumb. Yeah, exactly. 100%, 100% Tell us more about the speed hits Bob. They, uh, what makes them believe that penis worms were the original hermits of the hermit crab family tree was that they have a fossil of a penis worm seem seemingly occupying the empty shells of another Marine creature. One shown and the, the picture that's shown, I can't expand it, but you guys look at this. It looks like somebody splattered some blood
1: onto a fucking piece of concrete.
3: Yeah. It it looks like a cone with like maybe something with like a beak on the end of it. It looks like a 2K. Are you telling head? me that this
1: could possibly couldn't be manufactured? Like this is No, this is definitely a fossil of a penis worm. It looks like this some something that they just made up. It looks
3: like some spray paint like dried and like deteriorated spray paint <laughs> on the side of this rock. <laughs> right? Now, so stupid, yeah.
2: Bob, do we still have penis worms in the modern world in, in any form recognizable from their millions of years ago evolutionary stage?
3: Well, this is why we're putting BPA in everything. <laughs> we're trying to get rid of all the penis worms. <laughs> that I, that I, I have oh, man, no idea. let it out that water supply, man. <laughs> I, think, I don't think there are penis worms anymore. I think that they are the, the missing link. They are the missing link in the hermit crab Evolutionary chain that they were trying to solve totally. this whole time,
1: <laughs> and we know this because one guy bled on a piece of concrete and then took a picture of it. Got it? Yeah. <laughs> God, I fucking hate science. That cool, thanks, great. science.
2: <laughs> I'm I'm glad. I, that want, I, was, I want to hear uh, from real science. I don't male genitalia today.
1: Yeah, I want to hear from a real scientist though. Bob, can we get some words of wisdom from Don Pettit? Because that's the only science that I. I'll accept.
2: OK Homo presents Words of Wisdom from Donald Pettit. This quote is by Kraft Ereke in 1984. And I like the way he stirs the words around. That was Words of Wisdom by
0: Donald Pettit. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Um, Can you go back to the quote?
2: (laughs) ...us a moon. This quote is by Kraft Erikey in 1980. Pause it there. Pause it it there.
1: Yeah, yeah, pause it. If God intended man to be a space-faring species, he would have given man a moon.
2: Wait, 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 what? What's? I love the way he serves the words together. Oh, because like,
1: he's saying that's what God did, so he did intend us. For I, us to I'm, going to interp-
2: I'm going to interpret this as in 1984, there was no moon.
1: Wait, hold on. That's like a yeah, Dr. Is, Seuss. This is, his, this is his writing? Do <laughs> yes. you see this? He writes four, he writes four stems on, on M's. All of his M's have four stems. 4 feet instead oh, of 3. Oh, you're right. Oh Jesus.
2: I, it's <laughs> oh, it's no. a cursive M. He just has a little little start to it but started a little low. It's it's perfectly He's not already cursive. <laughs> He's not. No, he wrote yeah, he wrote
1: <laughs> four his M's are just two ends put together. He, he he does it for man, he does it for man and moon. He does man twice and moon once. He
3: does it three times in
1: this single quote. Oh my god. His capital M's aren't like that. Just his lowercase ones.
3: Wow, why would you have to point that out, Aaron?
1: <laughs> how could I not? I'm so happy I saw that. It's like pointing out what it, it looks like
2: a child's handwriting to begin with. Like,
3: uh. <laughs> it's like pointing out how he says "space station" instead of "the space station."
1: <laughs> oh
3: man, I love I love me some Don Pettit. Uh, all right.
1: Oh yeah. So where I got this from? I'm just he had a TED talk that's 16 minutes long. And I'm just going to keep going until I, I I'm going to try to watch it in pieces until <laughs> I hear a Don Pettit quote that I feel like is appropriate for this segment.
2: Now, now uh, let, let the audience know how, I mean, you can go in the show notes and, you know, grab this video yourself. But let the audience know, how early in this video was the first clip you found?
1: Well, the first 20 seconds was an intro to the video. So, uh, I would say about 17 seconds into his speech. This is his opening line, and I already. <laughs> the way he stirs the words around. The, the, and he was making this big stirring motion like a fucking witch brewing a potion.
2: Dude, a <laughs> poet and public speaker.
3: Like a retard <laughs> playing in the bath. That's what it looked like.
2: <laughs> Man. Oh, Don Pettit, what can you do? God bless Don Pettit. Oh.
3: Do we have any voicemails this week? Speaking we do. Of, Thank God for lumpy. Okay,
1: let's get some voicemails and wrap this wrap this episode up. Sean Pettit called in.
4: Hello, fellow travelers. This is Don Pettit calling you from space station. I'm up here with <laughs> lumpy headed Sean showing him about how life things that you do on everyday life on Earth is a lot more complicated on space station. <laughs> So we were talking about your show, and he said that you guys are some real thinkers and scientists, and I think that's great, because when you're a maker, you're able to make something exist today, at the end of the day, something <laughs> that wasn't there at the beginning of the day. But one thing we discussed that he, we both agreed you might be interested in <laughs> is to discuss the rumor of the Japanese firebombs that were sent to the United States during World War II. The rumor was Japan sent hydrogen bomb or hydrogen hydrogen balloon over (laughs) and it exploded on the west coast of the United States. And Lumpy Sean and I both agree that's bullshit. Anyway... (laughs) We're going to continue listening to your show over a cup of coffee, but if you have time to investigate that, we sure would like to hear it. Goodbye, folks.
2: Oh,
1: <laughs> holy shit, dude! He fucking oh nailed god. it. He nailed I, that like eight and everything.
2: I was immersed. I thought that was Don Bennett. Oh god, that it was. was. That
1: was too. He's funny. on space station having <laughs> a proper cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't know what he's talking about though. The Japanese firebomb the West either. Coast at some point. The hydrogen? World War
3: II. Yeah.
1: But yeah, yeah. something we can with look. a hydrogen balloon. Yeah. But like Don Pettit, he fumbled over his words perfectly <laughs> like
2: 17 times. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I can't wait. I, okay, Ooh. I definitely have to look up what the hell that is.
3: Y- yes. We can go to that right now. For next week. We'll do that for next week. Uh, we have a second one from Lumpy Head at Sean.
4: Hey, guys. Lumpy headed Sean here. Uh, got my phone back from Don Pettit. He really enjoyed his playing the words of wisdom a him, by the way. He was wanting me to pass it on. <laughs> but that's not the subject of the call. Uh, something I just want to bring up. You may be aware of this already. But when Herman Cain died of COVID shortly after the Trump rally, it caused this whole thing to come about on Reddit, and I'm sure it's other places too, called the Herman Cain Freedom Award the idea being that people who are um, tweeting about how they don't believe in COVID or the mask mandates or they're fed up with them or they're super anti any measures to stop it, that then tweeting about it and then catching COVID and dying is, uh, I guess like marks them as someone who got what was coming to them. I don't know. But anyway, just thinking, just hearing about the deaths from COVID with people getting the shot or people dying after getting the shot because of the shot. I think you need an award specifically for them. And what I'm proposing for that is the, Oh fuck. What's his name? Uh, Colin Powell,
2: purple lung award.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> That's my idea. <laughs> what <do> you think? <laughs> 100% okay yes.
1: we're definitely
2: keeping purple lung
1: but I don't know if we're going to do per- Colin Powell we'll have to figure out who the best
3: well, person no, no,
1: no, for that the-
2: no Colin Powell is good for that because he, he just died recently and he was uh, you know the whole
3: did he brag crime. about being
1: vaccinated did, probably that's the thing we need them to
3: brag about being vaccinated then drop it if you say probably then we didn't hear it enough in the news or anything like that Like, I sorry seen he a- was
2: too busy killing Iraqis I don't know
3: oh, yeah I've seen a few posts on Twitter like that, um, but I don't think it's from anyone. It like very important. Basically.
1: We'll have to do the. Fi- <laughs> the purple lung award.
3: dude. I love that. <laughs> that's a good one.
1: That the <laughs> that's perfect. Oh, my God. Although I would do like the purple heart. Oh, no. You already have. Pur- duh.
3: Yeah, the that's the. Yeah, that's the. Yes, that's the play on words that. Purple long, purple heart. I know, I know, <laughs> but
1: it's their heart exploding usually. Yeah. Up next, Bobby.
4: That last episode had me thinking, y'all remember that Notre Dame fire? I thought that was sus as fuck. Um, curious if anybody remembers that or if that's cultural amnesia that I don't hear about anymore.
2: No, they're like they're like two fires in the last two years, and it's they never finished reconstruction. Um, for all we know, Notre, Dame, the Notre Dame's lost to the world.
3: Yeah, I think it's just being rebuilt slowly because there's like zero craftsmen yes. left to actually rebuild something like that. I, I I think that's what what's happening. That was like the last news I've ever heard of it, but there was no news on yeah. how the fire started or anything. No like legitimate news that came out of it. It was all psyop shit.
2: Well, maybe it was all like the the you know there was just a bunch of new electronics installed and they they didn't like properly insulate insulate the wiring it was kind of going around everywhere and these super bright halogen bulbs and uh, DC currents and oh wait this isn't 1900.
3: I was gonna say you're killing the mood, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: uh, also that was like one of like 17 churches, so like they'll eventually maybe maybe rebuild that one, but like. It's another like distracting you away from just them burning down old buildings because they love to do that.
2: They, they ran out of American monuments and buildings to burn down. So they th- finally had to go back to the homeland and start burning them down in Europe.
1: Yeah, no shit. We didn't have we don't have any more major cities to burn to the ground. Everything now is just big, tall, concrete rectangles like like they intended.
3: Beautiful. Yep, it speaks much. to human nature and the living of the soul. Brutalist architecture.
1: (laughs) All right, guys. So now you know uh, if your penis is small, you can can
3: blame BPAs. (laughs) Blame the Germans again. (laughs) Yeah. Have a good night.
2: Thanks for listening. Whatever. Fuck this shit. I have a PlayStation raincoat.
3: Don't tell me you don't like my show.
1: You've got mail. What the fuck?